This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Caroline's Coffee, hand-roasted coffee from the foothills of California's gold country. Online at carolinescoffee.com. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Kendra? Yes, Fletch. Detot deuce. Do you know what that is? No. That is the state motto of Arizona. Detot deduce? Yes. What language is that? It's um, Latin. That's what every state motto is written I think in. you're saying it wrong, because that doesn't... Detot deuce does not sound like Latin. <laughs> it needs to sound fancier. Like I mean... Detot? Well... I don't know. This is kind of a crazy open. This is Fletch. <laughs> this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to episode 138 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This one's called... Introducing Mr. D. Math. Oh, we're talking about math. We are. No, no, no. We just we're lost talking... like half of our listeners. No, no, don't we go away. You, you've got to listen to this because it's not its not like boring theories of mathematics. We started with a Latin phrase. We lost half of our listeners when we started with a Latin phrase. You know why I did that, though? If we lose the other half, Fletch, we've lost everyone. Yeah. So do you know why I did that? Why? Because we're in Arizona. We are in Arizona. So if you hear background Correct. noise, it's my mother-in-law tapping on her computer or giggling. And uh, we are. it means God enriches. That's what the really? Arizona... Yeah, motto is God enriches. It must be because there's pretty much nothing in the Arizona landscape that's enriched. <laughs> what, so. what do you think is the Arizona State flower? Uh, death. No. <laughs> the Arizona State flower. Okay, it's like a cactus flower. Boom! You nailed it. It's that's called awesome. a ca- it's called cactus flower. The Seguro cactus blossom. I think it's Suaro. Okay, so I don't know my Latin <laughs> or my Arizona Arizona's cactus peak. names. Yeah. Well, also, the state fish. Is the He's Apache dead. trout? <laughs> oh, These are things I wouldn't think. I don't even know if they have, have like enough here. water here to have a trout. Yeah, they have water like up in the <clears throat> Netherlands of Arizona. Yeah. So, what do you have for fluff today? Um, well, I think we could probably really bum out our listeners in Minnesota and Nebraska. And do people live in North Dakota? No, we have. <laughs> Is that no. a thing? Like people live there? No, we we heard from our listener, the one that's in uh, Iowa. Right. St. Olaf. Yes. She emailed us after we, we mentioned her on I the know. We mentioned her on the podcast. She gets and another she mention. That's yeah. awesome. Well, because well, again, she's from St. Olaf. It's like 80 degrees here right now in Arizona, and we have to leave it tomorrow, yeah. and it's supposed to rain nonstop when we get yeah. home. So, so we're, we're on a 12 hour car ride back home tomorrow. But for but, now, it's yeah. nice and sunny. Yeah, so is, is there anything? We came down here to spend a week with uh, your folks, mm-hmm. and so we're sitting in their, um, their nice condo right now, just relaxing. We're in like the center of we're in Phoenix people Have and we it's seen at the things... end of the winter which means we're in the center of Snowbird Central yes but we've seen some interesting things what was the race we saw this weekend the, the race yeah the idiot dod the idiot oh yeah we saw the, the idiot arod the idiot arod in downtown Phoenix where picture anybody in a costume yeah like the entire Spongebob Spongebob right. costume people were running, running. Mm-hmm. and then other people dressed like uh, uh, beetles 
I think they looked like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Yeah. It was basically just get drunk and run around downtown Phoenix. I think Phoenix. that's pretty much that was the, what, what we was. saw. But I'm, we've seen a lot of snowbirds. I've, mm-hmm. I've been the only one in this group to go to the pool every day. And it's and a, lot a lot of white, of white wrinkly Canadians. flesh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come to Phoenix yeah. for the summer. That's awesome. I, I think we're really making people want to come to phoenix <laughs> yeah. but it is warm we'll say that so uh we're here and then our kids are here we, we keep talking about the newlyweds on every episode well they're here so yes. they're getting ready to move to uh portland yes and then our other son came down so and he too is moving to portland with he, them yes so that's kind of cool we have these newlyweds that are taking a 19 year old to live with them yeah in Portland. Big adventure for all of them. Nothing and says first year of marriage like your little brother sharing your apartment. Yes, right. But it's been cool because he said that he likes, he said, you know, I love my little brother. Mm-hmm. And the three of them are like thick as thieves. So this is perfect. But why is he here? He's here to see a girl. Yes. So we, there's the I, real we life had portion. conversation about young adults beginning to date. And I know um, some of our listeners are not there yet by any means, but it's interesting. Yeah, you kind of, you we navigate this. This you is multi-state to, navigation. You now. have to hear conversations. You're let in a little bit. You're and in the world we live in now, it's it's so different. Yeah, it's exactly. no longer formal dating. It's FaceTiming and yeah. Well, and she's in Phoenix and, and he's been in California, and that is how their relationship has grown. Yeah, um, they've been you know they spent time together in person several times, yeah. but. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Anything else in the fluff portion of this? We are now we are talking about math. That's the exciting thing. Well, what I want to preface this whole episode with is the fact that you know I've said it many times on the show, and we've had episodes about not liking to teach math. But um, this is not in my wheelhouse by any means. It's not even something I I would never pick up a math book for pleasure reading. Um, and so, Mr. D comes on the scene with his online courses that have been a really terrific fit in our family. Um, because even Fletch, you and I have talked about this, like teaching textbooks and some of the other programs that have an online component, you still have to be on top of it with your kids. Yeah, and actually, that, we're not just talking about that because he's a fellow podcaster. And also, one of the questions I pose to him is, should homeschoolers be teaching math, you know, higher level math? Higher level, yeah. This is one of the things I, I have a pet peeve with is homeschoolers are, you know, they're trying so hard to do everything themselves. And this is something maybe they shouldn't be doing. That's well, what I've always thought. If it's not your, if it's not your thing, in your wheelhouse, and I would say conversely for somebody who says I I don't understand writing, I'm a terrible writer or, or grammar and all of that, get help. Just yeah. get help. Higher science, same yeah. thing. So right. that's kind of how we went into this one. But he also happens to be a fellow podcaster on the network, and uh, we just wanted to get to know him and introduce you to him. So we will take a break and we will be right back with him. Before we get into this episode, uh, I know we like to tell our listeners about Caroline's coffee. I don't have any with me now. First, it's too hot. It's too no. It's never too hot to drink coffee. Okay. I will drink coffee in the dead of summer outside in the sun. That's how much I love coffee. But I have been to some great coffee houses because I'm here visiting uh, some college age sons, and like every other stop is, should we get some more coffee? Right. So uh, I've I've raised my children well. They have been great coffee drinkers. But that does not um, keep from the fact that Caroline's Coffee is a sponsor. And if you would go to carolinescoffee.com, use our code H-I-R-L, you can get 10% off anything you order. Head on over. Let Trace and Holly Fike know that you are supporting them by supporting our show by using our discount over there. Thank you so much.
So we have on the line with us Dennis DeNoya from MrDMath.com. And I'm personally very excited about this interview because we have actually used, are currently using Mr. D Math in our homeschool. So welcome, Dennis. We're really excited to have you here. Thanks, Kendra and Fletch. I'm excited to be here. Hey, Dennis, could you do us a favor? We want to introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell us um, just a little biographical who you are? And then I'd like, because this is fun, people don't know what we're doing late at night. We're doing this interview late at night, California time, (laughs) because we have to based on where you are. So who you are and where you are. Okay, very good. Very good. So uh, my name's Dennis Denaya. I've been in education for almost 30 years. I was a public school teacher uh, from Florida, and I left the school system. I think the last time I was in the school system would have been, uh, oh my goodness, 2005. And I and I left, and I got really interested in can I do this without being in the classroom as a public school teacher. And so I started writing curriculum. Um, it took about five years to write uh, write five different math courses that go from pre-algebra to pre-calculus. And I've spent the last several years getting everything into a web-based curriculum, and it's been the most exciting project I've ever been on. And what I found in the homeschool market of working with young people is I'm just I I I just fell in love with with homeschooling um, so much so that my two children are both homeschooled, and we made a move. Uh, about two years ago. And so I'm here where I am right now, about half the year. I know the listeners right now, this one, where are you? Where are you? (laughs) So for the last few years, uh, I travel back and forth because I come back to the U.S. for convention season, but my family's here full time and we are in the province of Valencia, Spain. So it is uh, just a little past seven in the morning here. So and I, I have to tell you, I had to set my alarm here to wake up because <laughs> in Spain, it's a, it's one of those there, um, especially in Europe, but in Spain especially, it's kind of a late night crowd. So you don't eat dinner till 10 o'clock at night. People are up till midnight, one in the morning. So no one is up. It's like I, I was looking out my, my office window here and it is like dead silent. It's seven o'clock in the morning. It's still dark out. So. <laughs> kind of funny but um, Fletch we need to move to Spain I know this is ridiculous Dennis don't even talk like this this I I always say this about Europe in general now my family's Italian you know by heritage and whether it's Spain or France or Italy uh, they get some of the best real estate on earth they maintain some of the best hours they eat great, they drink great, and they smoke. I mean, everything about this just sounds like, where did we go wrong? I mean, we we left England back in the 1700s, and we just started working. It's horrible. Right. It's it's true. It's true. I tell people that I'm. They'll say. Monday night, can you come out? No, I'm 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 in classes. What time do your classes go to? Which is funny because here it's like I'm in classes sometimes till midnight. And they just think that's so strange that I would work so much. So, <laughs> Wow. So over 10 years ago, you left the public school system for the online community. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about why did you decide to jump ship or, you know, was that jumping ship or what was part of that discussion? Well, it was jumping ship. Yeah, let's call it, I like jumping ship. I'm with that. Um, <laughs> and the online community was... I, it wasn't necessarily intended to turn into an online program, but it was because 10 years ago there, for me, 
it was so new in terms of being able to have an online program that it didn't wasn't even really a conversation for me at that time. But what I was able to do 10 years ago was I figured out how to be able to record videos. And so I always wanted to write my own curriculum. So it started off as recording DVDs and putting them together and getting them. I started co-ops in the Florida area and I was working with students there, but I could only drive my car so far. And so I kept thinking, how do I get this out to other people? So it was either start working with and training teachers in other areas, which meant more travel and trying to get there, or could the on, could it become more of an online program? And so when I realized that online was a way to go, I started doing the research. How do you do this? And we started by, we, we built a site and then I've since then found a really amazing curriculum site that I use for students when they log in for their online classes. And now the course is entirely 100% web-based. So the online, it, 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 it pretty much um, became something that it grew into that, probably be the best way to say that. But my intention all along has been working with the homeschoolers because it was a way that I could find a way to express myself as an educator. And the homeschoolers are so hungry for something that, especially in upper-level math, that isn't always the easiest thing for, for moms to teach the your upper-level algebra and geometry and pre-calculus trigonometry subjects. So it was, a, it was a good fit. And it really being able to put something online has been something that uh, because technology allowed itself to, here we are. Just like we're talking right now. It's amazing. You know, even 10 years ago, this was still kind of the emphasy about how do you Skype and how it works and, and that we can talk in, in – allowed us to be in different countries and still teach classes. I talk to my students every week while I'm here in Valencia, Spain. Their internet is really great. Go figure here. So, Oh, man. And I got to tell you, as a mom who's homeschooled for 20 years now, this development into online classes that are, like you say, 10 years ago, kind of in the infancy, now it's just so fantastic and um, and not so overwhelming, I think, as a homeschooler. Um, I'm, I am that homeschooling mom that can't do higher math with my kids, um, because I have too many children (laughs) and because math is not in my wheelhouse. So I in particular love to tell other homeschoolers, take advantage of these things in areas that aren't your strength, because there are guys like Dennis Denoya out there who are doing it so well, um, and can give our kids a really great education using this amazing technology that we have. Now, speaking of doing things so well, um, we're talking to you on our podcast, and you have a podcast. That's that. I mean, you've now branched into the next part of doing things so well. Um, when our listeners go to your podcast, because we're going to hot link them right there, what can they expect? I mean, I can tell you right now, if I'm trying to sell a math podcast, I think we're going to get a lot of yawners that think, <laughs> really, a math podcast? But what are they going to get when they get there? Well, first thing, I'm totally cool. They're going to get me. So that's the first thing they get. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly <Right>. it. <laughs> so um, when I, I was at the FPEA convention in Florida and Orlando last year, and I saw uh, I saw this sign that talked about the, the homeschool radio network. And I was like, I went over it and I introduced myself and I said, why am I not on your program? <laughs> So anyway, that's how the conversation started. That's awesome. And it was, you know, and she and she said, "Well, you know, you're a math guy." And she said, "But we actually are looking for someone that can do math. We don't have anybody doing math on the podcast series." So I said, "But can it be a little bit more than that?" Because 
I'm with you, Fletch. It's like, you know, math is, it, it could be a little dry sometimes. So, uh, so when I, when we created the, created the podcast this year, it's called Mr. D math and more. So obviously I'm talking about trend, not necessarily trends in math, but more tips for if you're teaching math, some of the things you can work with your young people on what's important. What are some of the things that are that, you know, the stuff that you might use every day in your life. So there's, there's tips and techniques like that where I'm talking about this week, uh, about the 10% game, like how to do calculate percentages in your head and why 10% sets a big deal. But if you know that it leads to other things that you can do and connect the dots. But I also talk about things like standardized testing because I do a lot of SAT and ACT prep for students. And we, we did a podcast this year also on uh, just goal setting on creating your life this year. What is 2017 going to look like for you? And I actually brought in uh, and interviewed someone who's a professional business coach and she went through the whole how to create create the, the year for yourself. And it was it was awesome. So I, I, I actually got more great feedback on that podcast than all the math ones. So it's been fun to do, but I do bring in a lot of things about math. And so each week it's uh, it's something that is math or a little more. So, Dennis, just to be a little self-disclosure here for the homeschooling and real-life listeners, you had me at math. I was an English major, and if I wasn't an English major, I always tell people I would have been a math major because <laughs> my roommate in college was a math major, and I loved it. I love everything about it. I just don't love to teach it to kids who don't get it. So <laughs> God bless you for what you do. Um, you know, I was on your website, and we were kind of looking through this. Kendra said, hey, don't don't forget our daughter uses this. And I'm like, all right. But I saw one of your classes on there called Life Skills for Teens, and you told us that's a brand new class. That doesn't sound like math, so why don't you tell us about that class? Very good. It is. It's a, it's a brand new class. It's a six-week online class that we just piloted. It's, it's, so we're in, we just finished week three. And it's a class that I created for some homeschool co-ops back in Florida. And it's funny because it was one of those classes It's like – that I noticed when I was a public school teacher, what are the things that are not getting, not being taught? And one of, one of the things that I noticed right away was there's nothing really out there that teaches young people about investments and starting businesses and, and, and just financial literacy in general. In the homeschool market, I found quite a few things. There's some amazing programs, but also working with young people on, on how to keep track of and time management and how to set goals communication skills. So this class has become something that that's exactly what we work on. The very first session we work on goal setting and why is it important, but doing it in a way where it's, it's an active, active exercise. It's not your typical doing like they call the smart goal where we're not going through and getting them into specific measurable results and things like that. They're actually looking at what are they interested in and how do you go about achieving that and create it in a way that they keep what I call a visual display that they have in front of them all the time. So we start with goal setting. I have them read some exercises uh, and some things out of there's a, a book called Think and Grow Rich that's written by Napoleon Hill, which I read Oh my gosh, probably almost 20 years ago. And I found in there was that that book got me thinking it's time to get out of the school system. It's time to do something that I'm really passionate about. What what is what is that how I can most express myself that makes a difference in the world? And I wanted to take things that I had read about from that book and other other places where I've been able to develop a an educational business and at the same time 
I'm in Spain. You know, I mean, it's like, how do you have live a life that you're really that gets wakes you up in the morning? And so for me, this is a way to introduce young people to living a life of their dreams. And that's for me is what life skills for teens is about. But it's the what I say is it's the it's the skills that teens need who are committed to making a difference. And that's that's like a little teaser for it. So and I hope that answered your question. <laughs> it does. I mean, if this is you this excited at seven in the morning in Spain, <laughs> I can't imagine what your classes are like at noon. This is awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm only on I'm only on coffee number two right now, so we're good, you know. <laughs> and I'm hoping that Spanish coffee is really, really good. I have this idea that it is. It's um it's amazing. It's probably my favorite thing you can get here, Spanish coffee. So <laughs> Well, I did. Can you can you uh, affirm the fact that a friend who went to Spain said something about is it chocolate and bread that they serve in the cafe? It's like oh, bread and green olives. Bread and green olives. Green green olives. Clearly not chocolate. That is not chocolate. Not not so much chocolate. (laughs) Well, maybe in another part of Spain, in Valencia, it's it's bread, it's green olives. Valencia is famous for paella, and. Paella is a it's a rice with fish and oh my gosh um, sometimes they use chicken sometimes rabbit. Um, oh, we we've had a we've had paella. We actually we have quite the paella story in our family. <laughs> it's oh, not, awesome! It's yeah. not for broadcast ears. No, though. but boy, do we like paella. <laughs> boy, we we know what paella. We know exactly what goes in paella. We know because we, we got to see it coming and going one night. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good paella. No, that was American paella. You didn't have it in Valencia. No, right, we need exactly. to. That's clearly what we need to do. Um, right. Hey, Kendra, uh, it's time to get real. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Dennis alluded to this earlier. He said, I'm, I wanted to develop some online, some higher level online math programs mm-hmm. because some homeschool moms just struggle at that point. And, mm-hmm. you, and you alluded to it. But Dennis, let's get real with you. Um, what are you seeing in the homeschool community? Is this one of the areas, math, science, where maybe homeschoolers shouldn't be doing it or, or, or they definitely should be using some outside help for some of this uh, higher level topics. What, what are you seeing? And, and feel free, you know, I, we offend our listeners every week. I think I do. <laughs> so if you say anything that you're like, I don't know if I should say that, go ahead and say it. And then we'll just, we'll just tell them that I put you up to it. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Well, it's probably the easiest way to answer that is, if you're a mom and you're listening right now, and if I say to you something like how the unit circle works in trigonometry, or if you wanted to learn the standard form of an equation for an ellipse, and you wanted to learn how to graph it and how to look at something that has a parabolic curve, or you wanted to go back and you're really excited about the quadratic formula and what quadratic equations look like and what what x-intercepts do when the a graph crosses the x-axis or what happens when there's a y-intercept. So all of that, if I just said that and you're like, oh, oh that is so exciting, then you should teach math yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> Kendra's eyes are crossed and there's smoke coming out of her out of her head right now. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> if you're thinking to yourself, yeah, maybe it's like, you know, I, about two of the words you just said actually made, made some, sounded a little bit familiar from you know, 10 or 15 or 20 years ago, whenever it was, and it's not your favorite thing, then definitely look for a program that is going to be your in-home resource. So, you know, for me, 
Um, it's, I run into people here, what, it doesn't matter where I am, whether I'm in the U.S., not in the U.S., but when I, when people ask me about what I'm doing and I talk to them about math, they always say the same thing. It's like, oh, I just, they don't like math. Or they did math and it was hard or they didn't understand it. Um, for me, it would turn into one of those things that I have a way of connecting with students to get it real for them. And we talk about it in a way that it, it works for them. So I would definitely recommend using, if it's not your thing, definitely recommend using a program. And one of the things that I've seen as a trend in online education is that I think, almost, well, I want to say all the university programs that I've looked at, which there's there's a few, but obviously there's a lot of universities out there. Uh, all of the university programs have gone to an online in their math classes, it, all the homework's online. Sometimes their tests are online. Sometimes the kids will do the course from home, but they've got to go to a, a facility to take their test. But everything else is 100% online. And for me, the other thing it's done for students is to give them access to how online learning works so that when they get to the university, it's not something brand new for them. So it's a great transition as well at the same time. But that I think, I think for me, that's the biggest thing. If, if you're into math, do it. And a lot of times, um, a lot of moms, they don't want to, they don't want to take the same five years that I took to record five years of videos and five different courses and to research and to put into how do you write out the practice problems? How do you come up with the solutions to the practice problems? So for a lot of times that parents are interested and they actually want to learn this, how are you going to go about learning it in the scope and sequence and what order do you teach things in? So having a course that is written the way that, that this is put together, people love it. So even if they are looking for, they're still looking for the right curriculum, this is still a good viable curriculum to do it that way as well. Self, uh, self plug. There we go. So, <laughs> well, I tell you, you can self plug Dennis because this has been, um, a really great find for our homeschool. Um, I, you know, if listeners care <laughs> if that, if that personal recommendation means anything. Um, we have a daughter right now doing your self paced pre-algebra course. And then, uh, we have another one. We've had one that's done the ACT prep course and we have another one who's planning to do algebra two the, your summer class, which I'll just say this for listeners, this is a summer class that's accelerated and allows them to do an entire year's worth of um, that math course in 11 weeks in the summer. And she looked at that and said, yes, please, I would like to do that and get it done this summer rather than have you know that one more subject her junior year. So you offer that as well. All, all these different ways to do this, live online with you, um, self-paced to video, and then that also offers the um, help course. I know that there's a there's two help sessions that she can take advantage of during the week if she needs somebody to to you know go over something with her or, or um, explain a concept she's not getting and then these accelerated classes during the summer so I'm telling you Dennis this is a gift to the homeschool community thank you very much for what you're doing oh I, I love it it's my pleasure and I'm, I think we're one of the few um, math curriculums out there that we do the live classes in the way where we're interacting with the students every week. And you talked about the summer program, Kendra, the, the summer course, when we do the math, it's, it's an entire, if you think, take a 30, 32 or 33 week school year and you condense it into 11 weeks, the students love it, but they're exhausted by the end of the summer because <laughs> It's intense. I mean, it's actually, I'm exhausted by the end of the summer, they, <laughs> you know, because we, we meet twice a week for 90 minutes at a time during, for class sessions. 
And then they have all of the coursework and practice and quizzes and everything that they're doing in between the class sessions. But what I've noticed, and it's been amazing for me, what I've noticed about the summer by condensing it like that, it sticks. It's the, the students come away because it's there's so much coming at them and they're making all the connections and they have to make the connections so much faster than they would over the course of a year that their retention is better. And then I see them the following year and this, the ones that do classes with me in the summer are always at the top of the class during the school year as well. And so it's been, uh, it's been pretty, it's been pretty interesting to watch how the summer classes have come about. And the extra help sessions we do are, are just that they're extra help there. We do those twice a week for students, whether they're doing a self-paced version of the class or they do the live online classes that sometimes they have questions and they saw something in the video they're like, mm, okay, wait, I'm just not quite sure about this. Or they're using, they, they want to, they're trying to figure out how to use their calculator. And they're like, well, how do I do this on a calculator? Especially if we look at like a TI-84 graphing calculator and they're trying to analyze a graph and they want to see how to do that. So the extra help sessions are really there for students that have questions. And they come in and we have uh, a teacher that meets with them and it's a live session. And it's great because it's like a tutoring session that they can come in and ask questions and not feel funny about it because it's like everybody's there for the same reason. They've got a question about something. Well, this has been fantastic. And listeners, again, this has been uh, just a great interview with Dennis Denoy from MrDMath.com. We're going to have links in our show notes for you to head over there. And you need to head over there because you'll be able to connect uh, with Dennis in all of the social media venues that are available. So Dennis, thank you again for being on the homeschooling in real life podcast. It's been a pleasure, Kendra and Fletch. It was worth getting up for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, it wasn't that boring. No, he's a great guy. Dr. D. Or no, and I keep calling him Dr. D. No, he's it's Mr. Mr. D. D. And you know, um, I, how many of us want to go to Spain now? I do. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. He, uh, you know, I think that was just a great interview, great introduction. You can head on over to his site. We're going to have all of his links in our show notes. Um, great resource. Again, we're using it with our own kids. Yeah, we are. And so, uh, but to reiterate, in case you're wanting to jump on and go find him right now, it's MRD, Mr. D, math com. Yeah. Now, if you want to reach out to us or let us know what you're thinking, or if you want to complain about math or Phoenix or anything <laughs> we've shared on the show, the easiest way to reach us is at homeschoolingirl.com. You can get our social media, um, Twitter, Facebook, anything you want to reach. Uh, again, if you're listening to this on an iPhone or a smartphone, just click the screen. You'll get all of our show notes right there, and you can find out anything you want to know. So thanks for listening. We're going to be back in our home studio next week. We have some great shows lined up for the next few weeks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. This is Dennis Denoya from Mr. D Math. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast this week with Kendra and Fletch. And Kendra and Fletch, thanks for having me on your show. It was a treat. You can find out more about me as well on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Look for Mr. D Math and more. And visit me at mrdmath.com if you're interested in finding out more about the products that we have for young people and how we're making a difference in people's lives, even in math.
You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com.